Uh, welcome, everybody, to Marvel Champions Monthly. We are a fan podcast about the card game Marvel Champions, uh, developed by Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, and I am your host tonight, Americano. And tonight with me, I have one co-host. Uh, tonight, we have Crimson along with me. How are you doing, Crimson? Hey, what's up? I'm here. I'm the only one here, but I'm here. Yeah, we are we're running a skeleton crew tonight. Uh, our other co-hosts, Addercop Adder and Kennedy Hawk, have had, had some other stuff going on. That's all right. Uh, our main show tonight, we're talking about vision. We're talking about green cards. So we didn't want Kennedy Hawk to be here anyway. Um, and so it, it should be a good time. Um, you do have the two hosts that actually like green, so <laughs> exactly, exactly. So this should be this should be a fun show. Uh, talk about Vision's pack, uh, his hero kit, and and the cards that came with it, um, which is our protection. And uh, but before we do that, uh, it's time to uh, give another MCM matchup. So the last one was playing against Hela, my favorite scenario with either Thor or Valkyrie on your team. And to record uh, whether or which Asgardian hero took down each checkpoint minion, if they did, um, or if it was someone else. And uh, and so when our other when our other co-hosts are back, we'll we'll get into that and we will um, announce who won the drawing for a Valkyrie pack. So, uh, but we want to s- start off with giving another challenge. So, all right, Crimson, what's our uh, challenge for tonight? Um, as always, I like to focus more on heroes than, than you know, scenarios or villains. So I'm thinking that you play uh, leadership. So a leadership deck, but you cannot include any allies or any leadership allies. Okay. So, so no leadership allies. So we can still include basic allies. Yeah, I think we can do that. There is a lot of basic allies. So still gives you a lot of options, but no leadership allies. Okay. So we'll do this in honor of Kennedy Hawk, not being here tonight. Yep. (laughs) Leadership has left the building. (laughs) Okay. That sounds good. So we'll post, um, We'll post a reporting form on our Discord um, to to do that, where you can keep track of uh, which we. I mean, it's going to be fun to see which uh, heroes you chose, and maybe we'll do something like who was your most your MVP ally if there was one, or something like that. Um, yeah, you you'll still get your basic and your signature if you're playing. Yeah, if you're playing one of those with the signatures. I think oh. there's only one that doesn't have the signature, right? And that's a. Hulk, right? Hulk da, doesn't um, does Rocket or Groot. Rocket and Groot don't, right? Uh-huh. They, they um, Drax does. He has the uh, Mantis. he has Mantis. Yeah, yeah. I think Rocket and Groot don't because they had they came with each other in as basic allies. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, there, I think there's a few. Um, I think. Um. I think Venom we'll see doesn't. a lot of guardian decks. A lot of guardians. Well, yeah, yeah, that'll be fun to see. That'll be fun to see uh, what people decide to choose. So, okay, and so let's jump right in. Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right into our main show. So we're talking about vision, um, and 
I'll, I'll just go right into it. So Vision, his shtick, his uh, <clears throat> his hook is that he has uh, some different forms. He has a mass form card and and that is either in an in, in intangible form or dense form. And so it's a permanent card. So it starts, it's debatable whether it starts in play or in your hand. It counts as your, towards your hand, whatever. Because it's just the it form that you are. It has no cost, so I'm assuming it's going to work like um, um, Spectrums, where it starts in play. Yeah, there's, yeah. So in intangible form, Vision cannot attack or defend. So you can't do your basic attack or defense, and you can't play attack or defend car cards that have that tag in the parentheses. Um, and then it also allows to it reduces the amount of damage Vision takes from each attack by two. So it basically makes him like against regular minions, non elite minions with low attack minions. It makes him indestructible against those minions, um, but he can't throw defense cards down. Um, but he could. I guess potentially have allies block the villain and stuff like defend against the villain and stuff like that. Um, and dense form is um, he while in hero form, vision gets plus two attack, plus two defense, and he has a response on it. Which after you change to this form, you draw a card. Um, those plus two attack and defense are pretty necessary because his hero form, so his hero card identity card, has two thwart, zero attack, and zero defense with the android and avenger traits. And his density manipulation action change mass form by flipping your mass form upgrade over limit once per round. Um, so while you're in hero form, you can switch it between intangible and dense once per round. Um, so if you're dense, you're basically your stats are two two two. Uh, if you're intangible, your stats are two zero zero. You can't defend, but you take two less uh, from each attack. Should so zero should have been zero. Total, like a total of zero damage? Yeah. Well, maybe. That would have been, been over. That would have been over. Yeah. But it should, uh, thematically, it should have been zero. Yeah, sure. Thematically, I get it. But it, it probably should have said you can't play cards either. It's like his his dead. Yep. Like he's his just, dead side. <laughs> he, he is well, out of the game. Well, but, <laughs> he's been but, snapped. <laughs> but his, his whole shtick, though, is that he's got some pretty versatile cards in his kit. Yeah. And we'll see how they interact with intangible and dense form, but his his alter ego really quick. He's got three recovery. Oh, I should mention is it as a hero, he's got a hand size of five. He's got eleven hit points. So in his in his alter ego side, he's got a recovery of three. Android trait. And while you were in it says in here, when you were in dense mass form, you get plus two recovery. So his recovery is essentially a five. And if you are in intangible mass form, you get a plus one hand size. So while he's in alter ego, he's got a hand size of six if he's in intangible. But then, size, yeah, his hand size is five. Normally. Five, it's five. Yeah. So if if you go to intangible, or sorry, if you go to intangible and then flip to flip down to alter ego, you're going to get to draw six cards, or yeah, six cards. But then when you at the start of the villain or hero phase, and you flip over to hero form, uh you can then switch to dense form and then there's that responsible trigger which lets you draw a card. So you essentially have a hand size of seven, kind of, if you're going to switch that mass form. Does that make sense? Yeah, but let's let's be honest. It, it's not as good as just having a hand size of six. 
Of course. Like, right. By, it's by far worse than a basic hero and, or a alter ego. And honestly, there's no reason they couldn't have given him a hand size six. He should have just had a hand size six. If he gets seven, he's one of the few that gets seven cards if he's intangible at that moment in time. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. And yeah. then, and then that dense form would still, it would get him up to eight, right? So he'd be pretty powerful in dense form with, yeah, like, but, without any upgrades or anything else. I mean, with two that. turns of setup, though. So let's yeah, be sure. honest here. Let's it, be it, honest. And I'll say, I'll say those two cards alone show how i in my opinion how puzzly vision is like he is like very puzzly um in that you're you're kind of trying to time everything just right that's how i've found when i played him right so and that's not going to be for everybody um but anyway so his ally he's got vivian uh, she's a two-cost ally. We love two-cost allies on this podcast. Yes, we do. Um, she's got a one thwart, one attack, two health. So, you know, pretty standard for a two-cost ally, you know, but it's also great. However, while Vision is in intangible mass form, Vi- Vivian gets plus two thwart. Uh, so she's a three, three thwart, one attack. And each of those have one consequence- consequential damage. But while you're in dense form... Uh, Vivian gets plus two attack, so one thwart, three attack. So she is versatile, and that's the entire thing with this deck that I found, or his kit, is the versatility of like choosing what you need. Right? It kind of reminds me a little bit of Gamora in that sense, in that she can kind of do everything. His is like, you pick pick your lane and go for it, and then if you need to switch lanes, you can. So... Uh, his cards maybe aren't the most efficient, um, besides Vivian, but it's great because you can you can uh, switch on a dime if you need to. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Okay, first off, I like Vivian; she's amazing. How does Vivian, or how does Vision being intangible or dense? make her stats change that seems a little weird i'm sorry it just maybe i get it i I think it's a fine card but thematically it makes no sense like she should have her own dance and intangible yeah so uh maybe she's just following suit i don't know um maybe it is a little weird though so so now we've got two cards that don't match the theme for for crimson intangible mass form and vivian got it um, I mean, well, at least she... there will be a theme along that theme. <laughs> okay. Well, so you got his support, which is a one cost. It's six one six Hickory Branch Lane. It's a location alter ego action. You exhaust the card as the cost, and then you search your deck and discard pile for an Android ally, and add it to your hand. So Vivian is Android traded. So, um, right now in the game. There are um, Jocasta, and it came in this pack as a yeah, pr- as a, pr- a protection ally. That's Android. Three Machine protection, Man, which one, is an Android, a yep. basic protector, which is an Android ally, and which is a protection ally. And Victor Mancha, protection Android ally. Um, okay. So we I... have basically just protection. You can go seek those. We do have a Vision ally, but that's Android, but we can't use it with Vision's kit. So currently, 
You're just you're basically using this card to go get Vivian. I absolutely love this card, though. Now, right now, it's it's not that strong. I, I will admit this is not a very strong card right now because there's not enough an androids. In the future, this may be way different, but I want to see more cards like this. This costs one. It's mm -hmm. cheap to get into play. It searches discard and deck. Yes. It puts, it puts said item into your hand, and it has no cost to activate it other than being an alter ego. I'm and not having to discard extra. Yeah, right. I, don't I don't have to discard extra cards. It puts it into my hand. It doesn't shuffle it back into the deck. It doesn't put it on top of the deck. It, it's a beautiful card. There's just not enough support for it yet. Well, I think I think it's still like a as a baseline card. It, going for Vivian, it's huge because yeah, of I, how versatile she is. And thank God and, she's only a two coster, <laughs> right? And, and it seems to me, I mean, in my games of playing Vision, you want to kind of flip to get that um, extra hand. Like it seems like you're trying to get Hero Form switch to dense and then when and then you're switching to alter ego form and then when it starts back up you're switching to hero form I, I i don't know it's like almost every other turn it's you're wanting to switch right, like every turn between alter ego and hero so it's not like you're not going to have a chance to use this support so i think it, i mean i think as a baseline card it's really good because you're going to get vivian but like you said there are many cards that only get better in the game as you this, your yeah. card pool with tr your traits expand. The cards in a trait expand, and and that this is one of them, obviously. I, w I want one that says "Search your deck for an X one." You you knew I wasn't going to let our episode <laughs> go without saying the word X men, right? Well, I th I think that we'll pro we'll see something like that. We'll get a <laughs> we'll get a mansion card or something. That'll yeah. That'll I, I, I would that. love this to be. The Xavier's Mansion card. <laughs> we'll that, see. That is that is a, it's just such a good tutor. Yeah, I, I mean, I love that you can go for your deck or discard pile because you can have her on the table, and this isn't an irrelevant card because she's going to go into your discard pile, and it's not like you can't use it. Yeah, I mean, balance wise, it should have just said deck. That way, when she when she's gone, you have to wait till you reshuffle to get her back, so you'd have to go for some of the other ones. But uh the way it is now is wow, great. Yeah. Okay, move, let's move on. So we got his up his uh, resource card, which is Solar Gym. It's a two-cost upgrade item. Vision gains the aerial trait. Okay. We've seen some aerial synergy a little bit. Um, and then uh, in, in the card pool that we have now. And then it, it generates, or it's a resource card. Exhaust Solar Gym and generate a wild resource. So nothing... Nothing flashy, nothing thematic, really. Nothing sp special. I mean, it gives you the aerial and a resource. Um, and but, more importantly, it doesn't have any downsides. There's no only uses on event cards. Only uses right. on Android characters. It, it, it's a great, it's a great resource card. It does cost two, but that's to be expected for one that doesn't have any downsides to it. And in fact, has upside with the aerial. It's a yeah. Great card. I, I, a plus. It's a good, it's a good card. Yeah. Um. So he's got one copy of that. Uh. Then he's he got two. That's the only yeah. <laughs> well, his other his other upgrade is Vision's Cape. Uh. It's a two cost upgrade. 
um, I guess one of his other upgrades. He's got a couple more. And it's an item. While you are in dense mass form, you gain retaliate one. And while you are in intangible mass form, you gain stalwart. So this card is one of my favorite cards in his kit. Because if you are stunned or confused, you can switch to intangible mass form to discard it. Yep. And it's probably not super efficient because it's a two cost upgrade. Unless you're building around that retaliate, for example. Um, but it's just kind of, it's just so fun to flip your mass form. Or it ha- it it was pretty fun to flip your mass form and then have to and then get to discard that stunned or confused. See, I I'm gonna say it. I, I know I'm gonna get lots of flack for this. I'm not a fan of retaliate. I don't like retaliate. I don't think it does enough. One damage I know can mean the difference in a game. But have, 99% of the time, I just don't care about retaliate. But have you but, ever won a game during the villain phase where you defeat them from retaliate? I have, and it's it's cool as balls when it happens. <laughs> but I just it's just not my playstyle. It's not the way I want to win. It's not the way that makes me feel good because it just feels like I got lucky or, you know, I'm just not a fan of retaliate in general. I do like this card because of the steward part. I think that that element of control is very strong. Um, And just having retaliate isn't bad. Like, I'm not going to complain when I have it. I just, just, uh, it's retaliate one. It's, it's, it's a nothing burger to me. You know what? You play that you play with vision against Ultron (laughs) and you will wish you had the cape out. Right? Yes. Yes. Ultron (laughs) is always the exception when I talk about retaliate. (laughs) Um, Until those drones get upgraded, and then it doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, so it takes two rounds. Um, okay, his next upgrade is Density Control. So it's he's got two copies. It's a one-cost upgrade. It's a superpower. It's got a hero response on it. After you change mass form, discard this card. And it's a response, So it's it's or it's a hero response. It's not a force response. So you can choose when to use it. Now you discard the card and then add a vision event from your discard pile to your hand. So I think this is a much more fairly costed uh, tutor than Hickory Branch Lane um, because it's, it's, the cost is, it's a one to play it. You have to change your mass form, but you're doing that anyway. Like it, that's not really a cost. You have to discard the card, but then it tutors an event card. Um, yeah. a, a vision event card, right? I think a lot of people are going to think this is overcosted. I don't think it should be zero. And the reason why I think that is because his events are very, very versatile. They can get you out of threat if you need threat removal, or they can give you damage. Like, and that is super helpful. I mean, even whether you're playing solo or not, I mean, if you're playing true solo, it's super helpful, right? So, on the cost of this, if this was an event, I would say one costs too much. Mm-hmm. But because it is a set it and forget it and use it at a later date when I have a full hand, I really do like this card. I yeah. like it for the fact that if I don't have anything else to play, I can drop this in and I know at a later date I'll get value. If I do have other things to play, it's a resource and that's perfectly fine. I do wish this just said event and not vision event. Sure. But of course, <laughs> you know, th- that would break some combos. Um, and 
I completely understand. Uh, you know what? I, I'm almost. I could almost guarantee that in playtesting, I bet you this thing said event, and somebody broke it. <laughs> um, that would be my guess because it does seem weird to put the word vision event on there. Like your natural instinct would be just to say event. Um, I think the one one cost is fine. As I said, it forget it, and. I'm a fan of this card. I think this card is is very good. Well, I mean, you do have five different targets. Yeah. Because Vision has five different events in his deck. So he's got a three of, he's got a two two ofs, and two one ofs. So the three of is Solar Beam. It's his biggest event, three cost event. Attack, superpower, thwart. Those are the traits on it. It has a hero action attack. If Vision is in dense mass form, deal seven damage to an enemy. Hero action thwart. If vision is in intangible mass form, remove five threat from a scheme. Obviously, three attack for seven damage without any kickers is not that good, right? Um, what is swinging web kick three for eight? I think mm-hmm. just as like that's considered like a baseline uh, hero attack. Um, and his hero thwart, his this thwart if it, um, trigger. If Vision's in a tangible mass form, remove five threats. So three costs for five is not good for a hero card. But the fact that they're both on the hero, on the card, again, I think that it's perfectly costed and perfectly fine because you can fetch it with density control if you need to. And so here's a, here's another thing to think about. You could feasibly be in intangible form, place solar beam, remove some thwart, change the dense, draw an extra card, get your solar beam back because that's three and three, so six, and then play Solar Beam again, you'll need a Solar solar Gem out. But yeah, like you can feasibly, in this deck, easily be able to play two Solar Beams in one turn. Mm -hmm. With Density density Control, pulling it back. The same card you're saying, like the same exact copy, yeah. And and get both sides sides of the Beam card. So having those on a on a st- you know just when you need it um three three is like the max you want to play like pay for something right like an event it seems bad if it's more than that two would be better <laughs> two sure yeah but that would be a really good card <laughs> um so sol- su- solar beam which is a card we've been talking about we haven't said what it does yet no, no, we did. I, I did yeah. So, oh, yeah, sorry. it does the seven damage and the five threat. Oh, so, yes, yes. So, so yeah, for three, I think it's a little too overcost at three play, and okay. allowing them to be uh, at a cheaper cost, but a more restrictive cost. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, his whole yeah, his whole thing is is just the versatility and and maybe it's the maybe that's going to be a thing with androids i don't know if we're going to get any future well i'm sure we'll get android heroes in the future uh, additional ones so maybe that's a thing that 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 will be their thing um we'll see the the next event is super dense strike um yeah i like these next two it's a two cost event attack superpower and you can only play it if he's in dense form but deal five damage to an enemy, and this attack gains piercing. Um, and then just passing through is the counter to that. The the other side of the coin. It's a one cost event. Superpower thwart. Play only if he, visions in intangible mass form. 
hero action thwart remove three threat from a scheme ignoring the patrol keyword and the crisis icon so yep. it not just ignores crisis it ignores patrol as well so that's that's pretty cool that i think that they're um costed perfectly they're tr- they're mass form locked which is fine because i again i think you're going to be flipping a lot that mass form a lot when you're in hero form so i don't have any issues with the either of these cards really Yep. Nope. I think they're both right on the money on on cost wise and what they do. Passing through is one for three, which is, you know, perfect for leadership style, um, and it re- gets past the uh, the keywords, which is insanely good. There's so many times I've lost a game due to those keywords. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. Well, I play a lot of justice, so I play around with the uh, threat meter mo- more than most people do. Okay. So sometimes you, you let it get as high as you can because you know you're going to wipe it in one turn. And then something comes out and you're like, crap. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's that's fair. Um, playing on the edge there, but it, it it's a good it's a fun playstyle. But sometimes you get punished, just like you do when an, an advance comes up. Sometimes you just get punished. All right. Okay, let's keep going here. The The last two events. So, event uh, is the next one is phase disruption. Um, it's a two cost event, superpower trait. Play only if vision is in intangible mass form. So, again, it's it's trait lock or uh, mass form locked. Um, and it has a hero action on it. Confuse an enemy. So, it's confused, which is arguably the most powerful. Uh, effect in the game i think i mean it kind of depends but i feel but like stun is still probably the stronger one but yeah maybe me because we're not flipping to great. alter ego they're both great yeah um, with confused you feel the ability to flip to alter ego is more viable yes and and i think that works in vision's kit because he really i think he really does want to flip yeah um, oh, but keep, keep going yep. okay so confuse an enemy and then choose an attachment on that enemy with the text hero action or hero response and discard that attachment so um most of claws upgrades most of like this is this design is really cool because it gives you another way uh for vision to, to get rid of those attachments correct instead of just exhausting and paying a re- some resources um um, let's see. Yeah, no, it, it, it's a good card. And I like I like the Confuse because it does give you the chance to get into that um, Alter Ego and get healed back up without having to worry too much. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see. What are some of the, what are some of the attachments I, I took off with this? Um, I didn't play against Claw when I played Vision. I haven't played against Claw, but I've played against... Crossbones probably has some attachments. Crossbones, um, the hood with his pistols. Um, yeah, so it, it's really cool. Uh, and even, well, hold on a second. Let me just check really quick. Does Do um, Loki's or Hela's attachments have those keywords on them? Or those, what does it say on it? It says, an enemy with a text hero action or hero response. Because if they do, that would work. I, I'm not sure. Let me check really quick. Because that's a really cool thing for that 
only Vision can do then. Because with hey, Hellion... Kind of lets you cheat a little bit. Uh, let's see. It kind of lets you cheat a little bit. Uh, let's see. And even those claw ones, man, some of them are really expensive. Some of them are like, you know, the three different flavors. And some people make their decks to be only one or two flavors. And, you know, like, depending on what they're going for. And, yeah, just being able to not have to worry about that and being able to take those attachments is pretty pretty good. Yes. So with uh, Hela, those are forced responses. So that won't work because it's a hero action or Correct. hero response. So those are forced responses with her. Um, and then Loki's. And I'm assuming since they came from the same cycle, they would have play tested them. To... Yeah. But that's, that's, oh man, there are some cool, the ideas in this, in his kit, he's got some really cool things that I like. Um, the last one is mass increase, the last event in his kit. To one cost event, defense superpower, play only if vision is in dense mass form. So again, dense is the one where he gets plus two attack and plus two defense. And uh, it has a hero interrupt defense. So when Vision defends, prevent all damage from that attack. Stun the attacking enemy after that attack resolves. So you're gonna take, you're gonna flip the card, the boost card. You're gonna take zero. You're gonna prevent all the damage, and then you're gonna stun the villain for if the villain gets a an encounter card that attacks you or for the next hero phase or the next villain phase. So with for one for a one cost, I mean, yeah, no, it, it's good. It's I mean, good. M- most of these. Uh... You know, prevent damage or stop damage are, are zero cost. This one does cost one, but you're you're paying for that stun. And so th- this card literally says stop two attacks. And exactly. yeah, that's worth two cards. This card yeah. and the cost card. I mean, what is what is Spider-Man's webbed up? Is that four. that's what it four cost and it does very similar. Like, I guess that one stops. Hold on a second. Let me. I want to make sure I'm to compare. Webbed up, he's got two copies of it, it's four. And it's a condition. Hero form only attached to the enemy, max one per enemy, forced interrupt when the attached enemy would attack, discard webbed up instead, then stun that enemy. Yep. So, so yeah, it's stopping two attacks just like this. The only difference is webbed up doesn't isn't a defense card. It doesn't need to be played during that phase. It could be played during it's, the main and it's phase. an upgrade. Yeah, it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. It has to be played during the during the hero phase. But uh it also doesn't allow um, any boost abilities on an, on the boost cards nope. to be triggered. Uh, mass Which increase could be a good does sometimes. <laughs> uh, maybe I mean maybe uh, anyway. So that that should give you an idea. Obviously, it's this one. Mass increase is a an event, so you you play it during the the villain phase as an interrupt. But so that's that's his kit. Um, of those cards, just w- which one do you think in a vacuum you like the best? Because they, they work pretty well together, but I'm just density curious. Control. Density control? Yeah. That's the uh, that's the um, upgrade the upgrade that you discard to go yep. fetch them. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yep. Uh, that's my play style. Yeah, that's a pretty cool card. Um, I think for me... Oh, man. I don't know. I, I think phase disruption... It's only it's that it's the one where it confuses and then discards the attachment on an enemy. I, 
I just think it's, it's just so cool. And maybe that'll fade. Maybe we'll see more stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it's just, we, we haven't seen anything like that in the game. And I, I love it. I love that. Um, I will say, before we get into the protection cards, I will say there's so many things in Vision's kit that I, I like. But the puzzle of those first two cards, his identity card and his mass form, like flipping them and trying to get the sequencing and stuff right, I did not like playing Vision. I think um, he works really well as a leadership character. I'm not sure if protection was the right one for him. Yeah, I, I'm just... I just didn't enjoy... And maybe I just need to figure out the puzzle, but you know what? I don't know if I'm gonna if I'm going to. I don't know if I'm gonna keep coming back to him to try and figure it out because there's so many other heroes in the game that for me, if it just doesn't mesh with me, I'll I'll give a hero. Obviously, it's due. Um, but if it doesn't mesh with me, I don't want to come back and try and crack that nut. If I'd rather, if I have more fun playing another hero, yep. does that make no, sense? And and that that's the best way to do it. Otherwise you're going to just bang your head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. So I want to have fun when I'm playing. And for me, it just wasn't um, yep. super fun. So those are his cards. I, I don't think it's a bad, I don't think he's a bad hero. I think he's a good hero actually. Yeah. Um, I, I think he's a good hero too. I, I think he has some quirks and he's a lot of fun to figure out. So I, I mean, I'd give him as far as like, power i give him a thumbs up but for me for fun he's like down at the bottom for me for fun so whatever grade that is that's what he gets from me yeah honestly i'd throw him in my seat here he's about average for me yeah all right let's go now, to the, let's, let's, let's talk, talk about some green let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the green cards we're about we're what we're gonna eat our veggies tonight so um, he comes with three Android allies, uh, Jocasta, Protector, and Victor Mancha. Jocasta's three cost. Two better than one, <laughs> yes, for sure. Jocasta is the three cost. Two thwart with two consequential, one attack with for one consequential, three health. You may play the event attached to Jocasta as if it were in your hand. So, as a response, after she enters play... Choose a defense event in your discard pile and attach it to her face down. So we've seen this type of card um, before, but never with... Uh, this is specifically for a defense event, defense event, and I think that makes this card really, really cool and pretty good. She's really um, good, and a lot of defense events are low cost. Um, I really like her. I really hate the fact that she has two consequential on her thwart, Oh, I yeah. I really hate two consequential period. If if somebody has two consequential, they they need to be doing so much damage or so much thwarting that there's a reason for them to slow down. I do not like more than one consequential damage on an ally in general. Mm -hmm. Um but I I do like her. I think she is quite good. Um Especially with another card that is in this group that costs zero, and we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, she's she's a plus ally. Although she's going in every protection deck I make. Yeah, and I think that the maybe the, this is the the sense I get with the with protection allies is 
the dev- the developers want protection to be lacking in thwarting. I get that. That's that's the that's an idea behind protection is not really your specialty. So you instead of just having people throw a bunch of allies in that can do all the thwarting, which is which is viable, uh, they want it to be you to be penalized for doing that. Right? They want you to so a two two thwart protection ally should have some additional penalty. Why not um, just make her a one thwart? You know, I don't know because you would have you would have got the same out of it. It would have taken an extra turn. I just I don't like two consequential damage. Just make make them one less, you know, num- numerical value. Well, I think her her thing too is you really want her to stay on the board, yeah. right? Uh, be- until you can get that defense event played, um, you don't want to chump with her immediately. Uh, so I don't know. It just it just changes up uh, the way you might play with the ally. Yep. And I'm not saying it's wrong. I just say I don't particularly like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> that's okay. That's yeah. That's okay. So the next one we'll go with uh, Victor Mancha. He's a two cost ally. Zero thwart with for once one consequential. Zero attack for one consequential. Four hit points, and his ability is reduce the amount of damage Victor Mancha takes from each attack by one. So, uh, this ally is, I think, even more unique than Jacosta because he's unique in that not that he has a whole bunch of different uses, but that he is he he has a very specific use. I think in being a defender, being a blocker, um, but it's just it's. Because you're never, I mean, I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to say never, but you're never going to go and attack with him. You're never going to want to put upgrades on him to make him a thwarter and attacker because you just want to defend with them. You no, want to defend he, those he's, allies. He's a great wall. Or defend the minion attacks. Yep, he is a great wall. I like him a lot. I, I definitely think he is a good. For, for two costs and four, I mean, he's probably going to stay on the board for a while. Um, Protector. I don't even want to read this card. You can read it if you want. I don't want to read I, this I got card. It. I'll read it how it, it is, and then I'll tell you how it could have been changed to be playable. Okay. It costs four for a one thwart, one consequential, three attack, two consequential. Now, if you're going to do two consequential, that's how you do it. Three. Mm-hmm. Make, it, make it worth more than the other. Three hit points, Avenger, Android, Interrupt. When Protector would take any amount of damage, spend mental resource, reduce that damage by one. Limit once per round. Okay, there's two things you do to this card to fix it. Remove that limit once per round and change that that, uh, mental resource to a resource. Then she's viable. Yeah, I... I, All right. (laughs) I just don't know what... And maybe... It's because I, I don't know what they're going for with this. Maybe it's thematic. Let's put it it this way. Like, so, okay. Say I attack once. She's got one health left. I block a a one, a drill. I I can pitch a card or I could tap a soul gem because it can produce a, you know, a wild resource. 
to keep her around for one more turn and then attack again once more. With well, her. well, but she she has to defend, right? So she has to be exhausted. So then you ha- you wouldn't be able to attack with her again until yeah, two yeah, vi- right. two hero phases later. Yeah, that, that's so bad. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying is. I, I mean, okay, maybe she's like, maybe you, what you're doing is acts, you're allowing um, protection now a constant thwarter, but like you can have her thwart and not take any consequential by paying an additional resource, a mental resource. Yeah. But she costs four, right? So you're, yeah. So then you're, you're having her just thwart and you're paying an additional one resource every time you're thwarting with her just to have that trickle thwart, but that's that seems bad. Yeah, or it's three damage for one consequential and a resource. Which again you can pay with the soul gem or with any other resource generator um that can produce wild or uh mental. Um honestly that's not too bad. That's nine damage for four. That's uh, that's about well, but- on the scale. Well, it's not. It's nine though. damage for four actual, like four costs on the card plus an additional, additional three, three resources, seven yeah, resources. It's per, just, it's just cost. bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. I don't know why that card exists. I'll never play it. Uh, that's all right. Somebody might. I'll find a way. Um, we have some reprints. So there's only two. Have we seen the resource card? before i don't remember okay Okay, well let's do the resource card it's preservation maybe we have i don't recall uh it's the wild resource generator or resource card that is max one per deck i think maybe maybe in adam warlock uh i don't know um where you have a hero response after you spend this card heal one damage from your hero uh that's on par with the other ones like the thwart one which is remove one threat and the aggression one which is deal one damage um, I don't know if we have a leadership one, but anyway, uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of this card. I think it's meh. I'm I'm not a huge fan of any of them at one per deck. Yeah. If they, if they were, you know, three, if I could put three of them in. Yeah. yeah I, 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 would, I don't know. I would, I would play them at that point, but at, at one per deck and for such a little thing that it does now, I, I don't care enough. So he um, comes with there's three, there's three reprints. Yeah, so get behind me. Uh, sidestep, sidestep, which is which is. I think we only had three copies of sidestep so far in the game, right? If yep. you have everything, um, yep. so I'm okay with sides. I really like sidestep as a card. We have like nine copies of get behind me or something now. Yep, and um, two indomitable, and and which, it comes with two indomitable, which indomitable is. I think it's a good uh, a good upgrade. Yep. Um, but then we. I, get, I think it's staple. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in definitely in defense protection, like where you're where you're doing yeah. a lot of defending, you need it. You need to run three indomitable. Um, let's see, but he he does come with two new protection cards, uh, like besides those allies. So the first one is flow like water. Why don't you tell us about this one? All right, so this costs two, and it's an upgrade. Important, it's an upgrade, so it's going to stay on the table. Play under any player's control, so you can play it under yours or anybody at the tables. Max one per player. It is kind of expensive at two. Uh, response. After you play a defense card, deal one damage to an attacking enemy. This isn't once per turn. This isn't once per round. This isn't tap. It's just anytime you play defense cards, you deal one damage to the attacking enemy. 
I think it's a great card for your setup. Uh, if you draw it late in the game, it's probably just going to be a resource. But if you draw it early and get it out early, you're 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 gonna get some value out of it. You should be able to get three to four damage easily out of this. Um, in your longer games, it's just the longer the game takes, and you are playing protection, so those games can take long, even in solo. Um, you're just getting more and more value as the game goes along. So, so this is kind of like a retaliate one. Kind it, of, it is. It's a retaliate it one when you play a defense ta- a defense traded card, right? But I mean, it's a retaliate that can trigger more than once per turn. Correct. Sure. If you're if you're playing multiple defense cards, which you know, if you're playing multiplayer or the villain has multiple attacks, yes, yes, absolutely. But in retaliate. Every time you're attacked, you retaliate one. So retaliate's yeah. automatic. This requires you to play a defensive card, right? I'm not saying that this is a bad card. I'm just saying it's it's a bonus to a retaliate, especially if you're doing a retaliate style deck. You really want to play this card. Yeah, I I, I think I think this card's good. Um, again, even though I said how much I'm not a fan of retaliate because it's so minuscule, um. A lot of times when defending, you're taking no damage. So you're, you you know, and if you do have the retaliate, if you do have the cape out, you can get a lot of value out of this. At that point, it's starting to be bigger numbers. It's starting to be more than just, you know, bee stings. It's starting to be more like, you know, giant ant stings. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, cool artwork on it, too. Decent. Cool artwork. Yeah. Not better than um, the next card, though. Yeah. yeah. All right. This one. This this next one. Why don't you tell us about this last one? This is Defiance. This is, first off, the art. I'm not an art guy. Um, I, I leave that to the other people who actually can appreciate art. I, I'm I'm a scrub who is like, oh, that's pretty or not. This card's pretty. <laughs> uh, the the art is quite amazing. It costs zero. It's an event defense. Hero interrupt defense. When a boost card. On an attacking, on an enemy attacking, you would be turned face up, discarded, straight up. Nope, that boost card didn't happen. Now, granted, is is this card really all that playable? Maybe, maybe not. Do I like it? Yes, I I like it, but I'm a weird person. <laughs> um, I like the fact that I get to see what the boost card is. I get to at that point decide. Oh, that's a three that has an has a an extra effect no or oh that's a um that's one of those minions that when when it's turned over as a boost card it it attaches to me no (laughs) or we yeah or when this activation ends return it back in in, or return it to the uh the villain to the encounter deck like the goblin yeah Yeah. i I mean and the 100 this is such a cool card if you get it with Jocasta, it's not taking any like anything out of your hand to do nope. it. It's zero cost, so having her out on the table with a defiance underneath it, um, it's just yeah. Man, this is the card that I want to put under her. Yep, I agree, and I I think it's I mean, this is in my opinion the epitome of pr- protection, like such a cool protection. Uh, idea and card. I think that I hope we see more things like this to make this type of archetype 
where you can get rid of boost cards and stuff like that. Um, and some people might not like that, right? Because that's part of the RNG and part of how the villain attacks you. But I mean, that's what pro- I, I think. I feel like that's what protection should do. And so, yep, that's their um, So, it, yeah, pretty cool. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. and it's you know, it's still allowing that card. It's not like a stun where you're not even getting the card, uh, removing and, it from your counter still, deck. You're still getting hit by the normal attack. I mean, it, it is not super defensive, but it is. I would not run three of them in a deck. I would run one to two in almost most protection decks that I play. Yeah. All right. So that's so, it for the green cards. Those are the green cards. Um, oh, and then those ugly gray ones. The gray ones. So we got an Avengers Mansion reprint. We have an Energy Genius and Strength. Yep. Um, so, but we did get two new ones. Why don't you go ahead and do the ally? All right, so this is a, another Android ally. This is a two-cost Machine Man. Two-cost ally, one thwart for one consequential, one attack for one consequential with three hit points. And you've got an interrupt on him. When, machi- <clears throat> when Machine Man attacks or thwarts, spend up to three resources of any type, and then Machine Man gets plus one thwart and plus one attack for each resource spent this way. Um, I th- And then I think that is... Errata to only be um, a, it's just Machine Man gets plus one thwart and attack for this attack or this thwart, not like yeah. Um, he's not, not just permanent. permanent, right? Um, which makes it sense. It's a basic card. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be broken at permanent. Um, so I I don't really know what else to say about this. I mean, there's again the Android theme is the versatility. Uh, this plays into that, and I think it will works well in Vision, uh, along with Viv. Um, so there you go. For me, I love this card. It's a two cost ally. Love it. it. Has three health on a two cost ally. I love that. I love the fact that I don't have to use its ability. I also don't have to spend three. I can spend one. I like the fact that. At the end of the turn, if I'm like, oh, look, I have a genius in my hand and nothing to use it on, bop, there's two extra thwart or two extra attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This card's great. It's going to be an easy staple for, for one of my basic allies going forward. Yeah. With, I mean, just the, just the two costs with three health is, I mean, that's better than Viv, right? Yeah. But, but she, you know, she has the permanent buff. Right. This is Versus the, him. But yeah. this is a this can go in any deck. This doesn't have to go in vision. And it won't be. <laughs> yeah, it definitely won't be going in my vision decks. No, it, it, it is great and I like it and it's it's gonna go in some other decks. And it gives me a way to funnel resources while playing justice into more attack damage. Oh yeah, there's a lot of yeah. Sure. With uh, again, a lot of turn off those weaknesses. Genius or a lot of uh, mental resource builds in justice. No, or I guess it's any resource, isn't it? Any, any resource, and it doesn't even have to come from a card. It could come from you know um, an Avengers carrier or you know Captain America super ser- serum. Yeah, yeah. Well, I- I'm happy. <laughs> I gotta make sure I flag that best, card. Best flag card it in the my... set. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, the last one is Reboot. What's what's Reboot do? Uh, reboot's okay. It costs one, it's an event. Reboot, 
you do get three of them. Action. I do like that it's action. We'll come back to that. Uh, ready a friendly android character and heal one damage from it. Now, the reason why I like it as an action, because I believe Vision himself is an android in his... In both forms, yes. In both forms. So if he is sitting there with five recovery, you could five recovery, use reboot, heal one, untap him, and then, boom, gain another five. You could literally heal Vision up to full with reboot. Yeah. Yeah. So, he, it, so I mean, he's he needs to stay in visions. This card needs to stay in vision stack. Yeah, this is a vision only card. It it for yeah. now. You might as well paint it uh, yellow and green, <laughs> or yellow and red, or whatever his cards are. Green, yellow, and yellow and yeah. Green. yeah, yeah. So the the off the off aspect cards in the back. We got assault training for aggression. Uh huh. Um, crit, chance encounter for justice and joining forces for for leadership. Uh, the the leadership card is an alliance card. Costs four. It's event. Um, so alliance meaning that the players can pay for this card's cost as a group. Uh, and then it has a hero action. As a group, the players put a total of one Avenger ally and one Guardian ally into play from their hands. So uh, it feels like. So this is this is either gonna. I mean, you're probably not gonna run this if you're playing true solo. Um, I won't say much on this other than you're, it seems like you're going to want to put the most expensive allies out. Yep, um, like Vision. Like Vision, <laughs> yep. Like Vision, or like, I mean, I really like the Captain Marvel ally in leadership. I think she costs five. Yep. Um, getting her <laughs> out, and she, yeah. has, she has effects when she comes into play, things like that. So uh, that's a good target, I think, for it. But, I mean... Really, to get the most out of it, you're just going to want to throw down, throw down the, the most expensive allies. Yep, and then um, assault training's okay too. Um, so it costs one; it's a support card condition. Uh, max two per deck, and then use two. It has two counters. Um, alter ego action: exhaust this card and remove a training counter. Choose an aggression event in your discard pile and shuffle it into your deck. Again. The, the part that I dislike about this is that it shuffles into the deck instead of puts it in your hand. It is cheap, though. So, I do like the cost of it. Um, and you get two uses out of it. I, I think it's fine. I think it's yeah, a fine card. My my bigger issue with it is that it's an alter ego action. And when I play aggression, I'm, I'm very, very rarely ever flipping alter, down yeah. to alter ego. Um, I mean, maybe in a four-player game when you have... Like, the villain just has seemingly insurmountable amount of health um, where you're like, hey, I need to flip down and recover, you know, that type of thing. Um, That's about the only time you're going to get to use it. It's okay. I probably won't. It probably won't see much play. Yeah, it it probably won't enter into my decks, but I know there's some people out there who will find a use for it. Of course. Um, All right, what's the chance to counter the Justice card? Let's hear this one. No, no, let's be honest. It's Justice, so it's going to be good, right? No matter what, it's Justice. It's going to be good. Chance encounter, cost zero, upgrade, attached to a side scheme, max one per side scheme. Interrupt. When attached side scheme is defeated, search your deck and discard pile for an ally and add it to your hand. Shuffle your deck. I love it. I love First it. First off, puts puts <laughs> it into your hand. I love that. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of these attached to side scheme ones. 
because there are times when there's just no side schemes out there sure, and it's just yeah. a resource. But then it's just a resource. And but then it's, it's a resource. And yeah, it costs it's zero. It's now. a zero cost upgrade. It's it's a zero cost tutor. Obviously, yep. yeah, like you said, you have to attach it and defeat the side scheme. But if you're playing Justice, you're going to have no problems defeating the side scheme. This card for me, uh, in the back of the the deck or or non, I think this card is my oh, man for the back of the pack. This is my favorite. Um, and it's got Black Daredevil on it, man. It's got Black Daredevil. Like. It's so it's so thematic. Chance encounter. Daredevil comes to a to this side scheme, and he Just takes oh, care of his oh, business. He, he he uh he takes thwarts the, and then all of a sudden he sees so and so there right whatever choose insert justice ally here right um he happens to run across him I think it's a very well designed card very fun to when you have the right things lined up when you have a side scheme this with um what's the card I'm thinking of uh the one that lets you draw three cards. It costs zero, and then you go and search the deck for a side scheme. Um, yeah. Oh man, no, have, just, I think just this with Nick Fury or uh, Coulson, man, it was still just fine <laughs> because so, those cards give you more cards too. Yeah, you. I mean, you obviously have to be able to play them, right? But no. if you if you're if you have this in your hand and you can get it played, or it's already played, and and you don't have an alley, but you really want one or need one. At the beginning, and you can, and you have, if you're playing Justice, you probably can afford, you're probably going to be able to thwart that that side scheme away. Uh, or it just, let's be honest, you, you know, you're playing somebody like Ultron and your Quake got used up and you'd like to have Quake back just to wreck some more, more, more drones. Yeah. Get her back. Yeah. Yeah. So, is one more basic card that we missed. Oh, you're right. Um, This one we need to talk about a little bit more. So, it's meditation. It costs zero. It's an event. Alter Ego action. Exhaust your Alter Ego. Play a card from your hand. Reduce its cost by three. First off, the, the main question is, and I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but we, we gotta we gotta say it for other people. What about the card says Hero Action on it? Well, you're probably not gonna be able to play it um, because it does say play this from your hand. Mm -hmm. So you still would have to meet the requirements of the card. Uh, the second thing is, it is an alter ego. That can be a little rough. Um, you also have to exhaust your alter ego. So let's just imagine you have an Avengers mansion, right? Um, you discard this, you tap your, your hero down, and now Avengers mansion only costs one. So you discard one card, you play Avengers mansion. Now, Outside of what Avengers Mansion does, which does get you a card back, um, you discarded two cards, essentially, and tapped your hero to be able to play something that costs four. Is that worth it? Maybe. Now, Avengers Mansion is the exception here, because you could tap that, draw a card, and you're probably going to have enough cards to play another card in that turn, which normally you do not get enough cards to play another Avengers Mansion. And if you happen to have a genius or one of the two the two um, resource cards, you've really made some value. But does this card, is it good enough to take a place in the deck? And I have to say no. Okay, even even in Justice builds, where where you're flipping like every turn. Yeah, I'd still I still wouldn't run this. So 
I I would. Um, I like these exhaust your hero or alter ego. I like this design space. I think this card. I mean, you're playing it exhausting. So there's the co- there's that hidden cost there. I mean, it's not hidden because it's before the arrow, but it reduces the. This card is great early game. This helps you get set up so quick, right? Yeah. Um, the problem is with this is, I mean, at that point, it, late mid to late game, Jesus. you're going to be wanting, your three cost cards are like your attacks, right? Yep, yep. And those are hero actions. So this doesn't help you. But I think it does help set up your board state. If you're doing a like a tempo ramp type deck, um, yeah, and you're well, an alter ego to start the game anyway. Uh, so but I, if you're looking at that, you need consistency, which means you need to run three of them because one or two is not going to be consistent enough for you to draw it in the early game. So you have to run three, which means you're now you've taken three good cards out of your deck for a card that's only good at a certain point in the deck and drawn later just becomes a throwaway card i mean i mean drawn later i would use it to to play allies that's the that's where it'd be used because you can play them in alter ego right yeah um so that's that's where i would use it late game so there's there's less targets um but i still think it has a place it's maybe less efficient or because you have fewer targets but i think it's super super helpful early game yeah um, and don't get me I, wrong i actually I like the card yeah it, I, just don't see a spot for it in my decks. I haven't, I haven't built around it uh, or played much with it. Um, so maybe, maybe there are some listeners that are like, "Dude, Americano, what are you talking about? This card's garbage." But it seems so. I, I'm okay with um, cards that require you to exhaust your hero. I think that's kind of a fun uh, space to play with, and I would like to see more of that. Um, I think yeah. we have, we saw that in Valkyrie with. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of the Valkyrie card. Uh, that it was an attack. I think it was one of the one of the uh, aggression cards. Uh, I don't know which one it was, but yeah, but yeah, I I I, I like the card. I, I like the mechanics of it. I just I would have to build a deck around this card. And it, it does not slot into any existing decks that for for me anyways. Um, and I think that's that's what makes a difference for me. Now, again, I'm not saying this is a bad card. I actually think it's a very good card. It just I think it needs to be played in a in a certain way. Sure. Uh, the the Valkyrie card I was telling you about, or the card that was in Valkyrie was it's smash the problem, the one cost event aggression card that um you exhaust your hero, um, and then you remove threat from the scheme equal to your hero's ATK. So not a not a super great card, um, especially since it costs one. Yeah, but that that idea, I like the idea of of exhausting your hero as a cost, um, and I think this one does does it better than than smash the problem does. Yep. Now, his anyway. nemesis is pretty damn cool. Well, let's go to the obligation card first. His obligation card is Corrupted Programming. So, give to the Vision player, treat your mass forms, upgrade text boxes if it were blank, except for keywords. 
exhaust uh, alter ego action exhaust your identity remove corrupted programming from the game. So this is one of those more unique obligations where you don't have to do something immediately, um, and you can change it later. Now, uh, so the text box. So 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 this is. I, I like the idea of this card. Treat your mass form upgrades text box as if it were blank, except for keywords. So the keywords are... It's I'm assuming mass form, mass form is a keyword, and, and permanent, permanent is a keyword, yep. right? So the rest of the card... Um, and I've had, this, I've had this come up in playing Vision, and it sucks. It sucks, yep. man. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Because you are in... Uh, Let's say you're in dent- you're in intangible form, and you're like, man, I'm gonna be- have this awesome combo. I'm gonna flip to dense form my- on my next turn because it's the villain phase, right? On my next turn, I'm gonna flip to dense form. I'm gonna draw a card, and I'm gonna have all I need, all, all the cards I need, all the resources I need to do X and Y. Yep. And then you get this, and you're like, no, nope. <laughs> I can't because I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna flip to dense form, and it doesn't do anything for me. My attack is still two or still still zero. But you could flip to Alter Ego, remove it, and then flip to Dense Form, but then you can't do any of your attacks. Your, uh... Because all oh, your attacks require Hero Form. Sure, right. Yeah, so... Um, now, the, <sighs> the one thing is, you can still flip between Intangible and Dense. They're just blank. So, for cards that allow... Like Vivian. You know, or Solar, solar Beam. Mm-hmm. They will still have an effect on the game, also because they because they still I, have the trait, right? Right. I kn- I know we didn't mention this, but ninety percent of his cards are super power cards, which is great for that. Um, oh, uh, the one that did yeah. it come with with a uh, Quicksilver or something? Yeah, I I, which I, th- one I think it, it was one of them where the it's a resource. It's a cheap resource. Tapper for superpower only cards. Oh, I think so, it was, was it Doctor Strange? It has Doctor Strange so, on it, right? I think so. Yeah, and it reduces so, the cost of a superpower card by one. Yeah, something I, like I that. I can't remember that that card is. But yeah, th- that's a great card to run with Vision. So his obligation is actually quite unique and fun. Now his nemesis is Ultron. Um, Ultron is a two-two. So two. Uh, scheme to attack with a star, six health, android, elite, so tech, uh, and toughness. Oh man, six health and toughness. That's rough. Uh, he has a forced interrupt. When Ultron attacks, if Dr- Ultron drone is in play, put the top card of your deck into play face down, engage with you as a drone minion. So he pretty much gets the Ultron villain effect. Um, a little easier to deal with, obviously. Yeah, you're you have to get that environment. Right? Yeah, it doesn't I mean, come standard. But his side scheme fetches it, I think, right? Does it? Um, search. No, it doesn't. Never mind. Set aside for Ultron. No, it does. When revealed, search the encounter deck discard pile. Set aside area for Ultron drones oh, and put it yes, into play. It Shuffle the encounter deck. Each player puts the top card of their deck into play face down. Engage with them as a drone minion. It has an acceleration. So two uh, of the five cards will will trigger that for, no. and, and, and every time I get um, Shadow of the Past, 
my the encounter deck is so small that these that the, the, the nemesis the nemesis set is gonna be drawn like really quickly. Yeah, that's and that's just always how it works for me. The, the side scheme only has a three uh, threat value, not a three per Period. person. Yeah, just straight three. That's nice. That's easy to get rid of. Um, so Ultron drones, we know what that does. That's a reprint from Ultron. It is the environmental card that makes each face down drone minion engage with the player, a base scheme one and attack one with one hit point. And then after a face down drone minion is defeated, place it in the discard pile. Then yep. his, uh, his other two cards are the same card. So he gets two restless androids treachery card. When revealed, if all term drones is in play, put the top two cards of your deck into play face down, engaged with you as drone minions. Otherwise, discard two cards from your hand. Pray that freaking the Ultron drones are in play. <laughs> because I do not want to discard two cards. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to get him to Turok. <laughs> because it is two cards at random from your hand. Yeah. Uh, this thing is brutal if Ultron drones is not in play. Thankfully. It gets it gets searched with the side scheme, so it is it is quite nice that you know unless you find a way to get rid of the environment. Although, yeah, just so this thing is insane. So, um, what I was thinking, the card was Deft Focus. That's the basic upgrade yep. that costs one, and his I just counted Vision's uh, kit has eleven. Superpower cards out of fifteen, yeah, out of fifteen, and I think the most is is Quicksilver with thirteen, and Groot has twelve. So I think Vi- Vision is a good, uh, good home for that card. Good, good home for that card, yeah. But anyway, so you have Ultron, uh, six. The six on him means you're gonna have to do something like use your Solar Beam on him, right? Yeah. After you uh, get rid of the tough. Which really... Exactly. So you're going to do a basic attack, and then you're going to... Or have an ally get the tough off, and then you're going to have to do your Solar Beam on Ultron, which feels so bad. It feels really bad, but... Because you can't... His other attack card, which is the 5... Uh, I mean, Super Dent Strike, it deal, it does piercing, but it's only 5. So yep, you'll enough. discard the tough, but then he still has 1 hit point, so you got to... Then you have to do your basic attack. Um, yep. which okay, that's fine. Uh, I, mean, so I, do I it. guess it's <laughs> I guess it's the same thing. It's it's the same thing. It's actually better to do your super dense strike against him because, um, because it's one less resource, and you you just have yeah. to change the order you do things. Unless you're an intangible, then you gotta switch over to dams or. Yeah, but then you can't play solar beam for the attack and intangible anyway. Or or maybe you have the thing that says dense doesn't. Have any keywords so you have zero attack no matter what. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have his obligation yeah. out there, that would suck. Yeah, he's a very good uh, nemesis. I, I, I really like this nemesis back. I'm I'm cool with him being the nemesis. Um, bringing it, bring him in as the nemesis. He's a he's a seems to be a fan favorite from the core set. My favorite hero or villain from the core set is actually Claw, not Ultron. Same. Here. Um, I like I like Ultron fine. Um, I really, really enjoy Claw, but it's fu- it's fun to see him as the nemesis minion for Vision. Um, and I mean, there you go. That's all the cards. Um, uh, my f- I think my favorite 
of the entire thing is probably a justice card. I think it's probably chance encounter, surprisingly. Um, Defiance is also up there. It's a really, really cool card. So, so we'll say, yeah, justice. Uh, there's a justice and a protection card up there that I think, honestly, I think this pack is worth purchasing for Jacosta. If you're, if you're a protection, if you like playing protection, even occasionally, she's a great ally and sh not just for her, but that card full like water and defiance are great cards. Um, and in my opinion, the back of the pack chance encounter is a great justice card. So even for me that I'll probably, I probably won't play vision very much, very much. Uh, it's definitely worth it for me for those cards alone. Yeah. It's, it's still definitely a good card to pick up, especially if you are playing justice that, that chance encounter is worth it. So anything else? No, that's it for me. All right, yeah, so we only went 15 minutes over. Yeah, yeah. So sorry about the long episode, everybody. Uh, but well, these uh, hero packs usually are longer because we do got to go over the cards. We we want to make sure that you know what's on the card. We tried to, not to just be so boring and read them, uh, but it hel it helps when you're just listening to the audio and you don't have the cards in front of you so, to help with our discussion or follow along with our discussion. So don't forget um, to play the. MCM matchup, which is choose a hero, at, at, play a leadership deck. Crimson really wants me to suffer and play leadership. Um, but with but no, no allies. You don't have no any of those leadership nasty allies. leadership allies. Yeah, no leadership Perfect. allies. So rely on your your uh, oh basic and allies. You, you can't play Adam or oh yes, Spider Woman. No Spider Woman. No Adam Warlock. Sorry, you can't can't cheese with other allies from other. Aspects. aspects yeah basic onlys so uh that will do it um until yeah, next good, time good uh, episode, good episode. Well, thanks for joining us thank you guys we'll see you next time and please enjoy <laughs>